0: Hello, everyone, and good morning for a change, and welcome to uh, Indicator Cast episode 45. Uh, we're here to discuss the upcoming release box set for the November timeframe. And uh, joining me as always, my colleague Ryan Kendall. Uh, good to have you back once again. How are you doing, good sir?
1: Oh, lovely, lovely. Uh, my partner just brought me a little iced latte from Macca's. Cheap fun, so it's going to be good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. That's the gift that keeps on giving.
1: I know, right?
0: (laughs) Amazing. Uh, And also joined uh, is uh, Tony Meeches as well. How are you doing, good sir? Doing very well.
2: Thank you very much. And yeah, I know what you mean, Ryan, about lattes. Caffeine is the gift that keeps on giving.
1: It really is. (laughs) So Uh, I might. uh, Hopefully, I don't have to like rush to the toilet halfway through this. But we'll see.
0: You do let us know. (laughs) Oh <laughs> well We had, uh, yeah, I had my, just an instant coffee at home, but I'll, I'll make a real one when I go out later. So, yep, it'll, it'll do for now. All right. So, uh, so, yes, we're here to talk about this box set on uh, Todd Slaughter. Can you beat
2: the old melodramas where heroes were handsome, villains vile, and maidens modest? And who better to recall those spacious days than that great dramatic actor, Todd Slaughter? Well, old man, you know they call you Mr. Massacre. Now's your chance to prove them right. You've got exactly three minutes in which to portray as many dirty dogs as you can remember from the dramas you've played in. So let's take a gentlemanly villain for the start, Sir Francis Levison, from Mrs. Henry Wood's great drama, East Lynne. Upon my word, I can't make you women out. You're not guided by truth, morality, least of all by common sense. I which offer is, you a um, yearly income.
0: An interesting announcement. I... Didn't know too much about this individual, but we can definitely get into that when we discuss it. So, the Criminal Acts of Todd Slaughter. um, This is an eight Blood and Thunder Entertainment box set from 1935 to 1940, limited edition. Um, Before I go into the box set, uh, when this was announced, what what did you guys think? Had you heard of Todd Slaughter? Was this kind of a blind spot? Uh, Kendall, what do you think of this when it kind of got announced?
1: it was interested. I was like, "Oh, who's this little character here?" Um, it's funny that um, the face his um, the box set cover mm. gives off. I mean, doesn't really give off, but like gives me like a Vincent Price kind of look. Yes, in his macabre days.
0: Yes, very gothic. Very.
1: Mm, very. Um. So, I was interested. Had a quick squeeze. I was like, "Who is this bagger? And. Sue very seems very like forgotten and underrated kind of horror actor, really. Because mm. um, I guess we'll get into a bit more that like he mostly did theatre, basically mm. did theatre from the whole time he was acting. But he did a few films based on his theatre productions. But yes. Still, yeah. Very interested and intri- intrigued by this uh man. Yes, yeah, same here when I saw it,
0: I'm like, who is this? And I got sort of Vincent Price, almost like Charles Lawton type vibe. Mm, Yes, yes. Not sure who this guy is, but yeah, interesting, very interesting. Uh, Tony, what do you think of this announcement? Had you heard of Todd Slaughter or was this something that was completely new to you?
2: Definitely completely new to me. Like um, when I saw the... The, the box uh, I thought it was something related to Salvador Dali for some reason because of the moustache
1: huh? <laughs> yeah, that's fair, fair. and
2: um, from what I saw and, I, and when I read the synopsis, I thought this is going to be great I'll, I've never seen any of these films from with Todd Slaughter and I'm actually really excited as a horror fan, this is going to be something special, can't wait
0: cool, yes and that's, that's what I thought too when I saw it, definitely um uh, so more horror the better, I guess, forgotten horror in this case. So, um, so yeah, very nice box art with him on the front, uh, the, the black box. Um, so this includes a number of films. Um, so they include Maria Martin or The Murder in the Red Barn from 1935. Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, uh, directed by George King, 1936. The Crimes of Stephen Hawke, uh, George King, 1936. Uh, it's never too late to mend david Macdonald, 1937 the ticket of the leave men george king 1937 sexton blake and the hooded terror george king 1938 the face at the window george king 1939 and crimes at the dark house uh, david Macdonald, 1940. all right so this is a world and uk premiere so from the description uh the terrifying talents of newcastle's norman carter todd slaughter the first true icon of british horror cinema a showcase in its long overdue box set. Featuring the eight uh, eight films which Europe's horror man made in collaboration with British produced director George King, Tomorrow We Live. This comprehensive collection also includes a number of rare shorts and newsline items. Unlike his contemporaries such as Boris Karloff and Charles Lawton, Todd Slaughter never left his native shores. Instead, he chose to make his mark in Britain by transforming his most sensational theatrical performances to the screen. Uh, portraying every kind of cruel and cunning criminal from petty thief to mass murderer he became the first great villain of british horror and at the time before the uh, grand gun girl of hammer uh, films began to take hold without one donning monster maker criminally overlooked by film historians and only previously seen in compromised versions these fascinating films have been newly restored using original film materials previously Preserved, <coughs> sorry, by the BFI National Archive, uh, as and uh, accompanied by an array of essential contextualising extras, including archival short films and radio plays presented with optional soundtracks by British music legends, current '93, newly restored commentaries, uh, critical appreciations, and personal. Uh, recollections and 120 page book strictly limited to 6,000 individually numbered units for the UK and US. All right. Wow. The extras on here. What yes. We Except have the on?
1: commentaries. Ah, yes. All right. So we start off. It's got a uh, new 2 k co-restorations of Maria Martin or the murder on in the red barn. Uh, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, The Crimes of Stephen Hawke, it's never too late to mend the ticket of leave man and crimes in the dark from 4k scans of original 35 mil nitrate negative elements Uh, 2k restoration of sexton blake and the hooded terror from a 4k scan of 35 mil dupe positive remaster of the face at the window from a 4k scan original mono soundtracks uh, audio commentary with film historians Josephine Botting and Vic Pratt on Maria Martin or The Murder in the Red Barn from 2023. Uh, audio commentary with critics and authors Stephen Jones and Kim Newman on Sweeney Todd, Demon Bar of Fleet Street from 2023. Audio commentary with critics and authors David McGilvary and Kim Newman on The Crimes of Stephen Hawke from 2023. Audio commentary with film historian Josephine Botting and podcaster Dave Thomas on The Ticket of Leave Man from 2023. Audio commentary with critics and authors Stephen Jones and Kim Newman on Sexton Blake and the Hooded Terror from 2023. Audio commentary with film historians Kevin Lyons and Jonathan Rigby on The Face of at the window from 2023 and audio commentary with film historians kevin lyons and jonathan rigby on crimes at the dark house from 2023 now that's enough audio commentary from me i'll hand it over to you tony okay next
2: up is new interviews with Imogen slaughter the great-grandniece of Todd Slaughter and her father Giles, in which they discuss their famous relatives' life offstage and off-camera, from 2023. A new interview with artist and illustrator Ania Gozinska and current 93 channeler and trans David Tibet, in which the pair delve into their long-term obsession with the life and work of the first British villain, 2023. Stephen Thrower on Todd Slaughter from 2023. The author and musician dissects the great actor's multiple villainous incarnations. The Todd Slaughter Repertory Company from 2023. Video essay on the regular players from Slaughter's feature films. Maria Martin and Sweeney Todd Radio Plays from 1932. Newly remastered from original 78 RPM shellac discs. These original recordings are presented with optional, newly recorded Current 93 scores. London After Dark from 1926. The first known film footage of Slaughter captured on stage at the Elephant and Castle Theatre, presented with optional, newly recorded Current 93 score. Todd Slaughter at Home from 1936. A mock interview with Swingy Todd recorded for the Pathetone Newsreel. Pots of Plots from 1938. A short film in which Slaughter, sitting at the makeup station in his dressing room, reprises three of his infamous villainous roles, including Sweeney Todd. Bothered by a Beard from 1946. Humorous short educational film which traces the history of shaving, featuring a scene in Sweeney Todd's infamous barber shop. Puzzle Corner number 14 from 1954. Slaughter's last appearance on camera, delivering a Sweeney Todd monologue. Image galleries, promotional and publicity material for all eight films. The Crimes of Stephen Hawke, Original Treatment Gallery. New and improved English subtitles for the deaf and hard of hearing. Limited edition, exclusive 120-page book with new essays by Jean-Claude Michel, Ania Gozinska and David Tibet, Doug Young, and Kip Zool, excerpts from Slaughter's unpublished memoirs, archival essays and reviews, and film credits. UK Blu-ray premiere of The Face at the Window. World Blu-ray premieres for all of all remaining features and shorts. Limited edition box set of 6,000 units for the UK and the US. All subject to change. Certificate 12, Region 3. Wow, quite a lot there. hmm
0: there is a lot. Thank you for that, Tony. Yeah, there's a ton of extras to give you some context on this chat. Um, but there is also on the web store as well, Kendall, mm. you probably, well, there's a book as well?
1: Yes. Um, th- also, this is like region three box set, but there's also like a US version as well mm. too of this on the site. And yes, so there is a book. did a uh, Mr. Murder, The Life and Times of Todd Slaughter paperback mm. book. Um, so quite a I'll give this book. a little read, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, synopsis. Uh, Todd Slaughter is a missing link between the villains of melodrama of the Victorian popular theatre and the gothic G- uh, Gwinganol. Gwinganol? That sounds like a terrible Harry Potter curse or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> of Hammer Horror. Slaughter's Squire Quarter, uh, Sweeney Todd, Sir Percival Glide, and more, from the likes of Maria Martin and Crimes at the Dark House, where the gloating, grotesque forerunners of aristocratic hammer villains such as Baron Frankenstein or Sir Hugo Baskerville in The Hound of the Baskervilles. Todd Slaughter came late to the screen at the age of 50 after a lengthy career on the stage, but he left behind a body of work which, although mostly overlooked by film historians, provided British cinema with its first true horror star and the genre as a whole with a rich vein of period thrillers unique to the literary and cinematic heritage of their country of origin. From Sweeney Todd, The Demon Bar of Fleet Street, to Crimes at the Dark House, Todd Slaughter grinned and granted his way to film fame between the wars as Mr. Murder, the master of melodrama, or simply Europe's horror man. He was one of a kind. In the entire history of horror, there has never been a villain so deliciously duplicious. Ah, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, oh, this is another one. lecherously leering. Oh, I'm terrible. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> leering or so mechanically monstrous as Newcastle upon Tyne's Norman Carter, Todd Slaughter. Mr. Murder, the life and times of Todd Slaughter is the definite Definitive uh, biography of Gosford's uh, most famous son, for the first time in print, and with the participation of Todd Slaughter himself, through exclusive extracts from his unpublished autobiography, this intensively researched and lavishly illustrated book by the leading authorities on Slaughter details the life and work of one of the neglected stars of the British screen, a significant gap in the literature of macabre movies has now been plugged. With Mr. Murder, The Life and Times of Todd Slaughter, its subject can at last take its his rightful place in the pantheon of horror greats such as Boris Karloff, Bela Lugosi, Vincent Price, Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee and Not Before Time. Mm. Paperback edition, 280 pages uh apologies for the names and what have you no. <laughs> it's a lot there they got me a slip of the tongue oh, uh cool. yeah little book there for 20 pounds and i think you can get it
0: as a bundle if you order it with the box set i believe yes yeah. I, get believe a bit so. of- yeah.
1: I didn't get the um book but i'm thinking maybe
0: yeah I- i'm the same like especially when they did that almond set um mm. I was- Emptied by the book, but the just I'm obviously this is a paperback, so it'll be lighter. But I think the postage on that was pretty insane because, yeah, because it was
1: a big, yeah, it was a big, heavy one, huge. too.
0: So I just got the box set itself, but it's it's nice that they're offering it, this biography, so you get mm. a,
1: little, a little bit more about Todd Slaughter. Um, yeah, yeah so for like, sure. I wonder if it's like a new thing as well, too, for them like adding books to certain directors or boxes. Like,
0: I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Especially if it's related and gives some, mm. and if they can make a deal with the press. Um, yeah, it's, it's really good to have some copies on the website. Um, no, it's pretty cool. So Todd Slaughter himself. So he was a more in the theater. You were saying, Kendall, it's kind of where I think Newcastle was kind of where he grew up and he was more an onstage performer and didn't get into film yet yeah, until
1: mm. about 50 or so. Yeah, I know that's late in the game, but you know, that, uh, testament that uh, it's never too late to do something you love you know make movies um so yeah there was i and mean, me and you were trying to like look up stuff on todd Slaughter, and there's not a lot so this hopefully this box set will shed a bit more light on him but yeah it was just basically like he did a whole bunch of theater um for like 30 years beforehand or yeah. something and then he just started making films on some theater performances. Um, I think was it, I was reading the first one, Maria Martin. I believe um, I was reading somewhere that uh, it's kind of shot how a theater performance is done. So at the start of the film, all the actors come and talk to the camera saying, I'm this guy and this is my character kind of thing. Um, yeah. So I do I do wonder if like a lot of or all of the films in the box set will have that theatresque kind of um, look to it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And because
0: uh, that that's obviously what he <clears throat> is familiar with um, mm. background. And yeah, it was like a the theatre company I was doing. It was it was called something like Victorian Blood and Thunder. It was called, and that meant like they were pretty. Shocking for the time in the day, like there was you know a bit of blood and you know a bit of a, yeah. a ghastly sort of theatre show, kind of like what you know was happening in in France. So I guess he took and I guess he was
1: best known for playing villains, so they thought he yeah. was like I guess he'd be a good
0: screen presence as well.
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, um uh, was is uh, after the war he ran the Royal uh, Theatre Royal Chatham before taking over Elephant and Castle Theatre in London. Yeah. Um is it, yeah, he's company revived the Victorian blood and thunder melodramas.
0: Yeah. And and one of the big ones was um obviously everyone knows the Sweeney Todd story, I guess because of the film that made
1: it big as well. Yes. Great film. Love it. Um oh, yeah, there's so much on this guy, but so little. Which mm. is <laughs> <Just> that? <laughs>
0: I know and well the comparison I had was because I saw a YouTube clip of him applying makeup so that's why I got the sort of Lon Chaney type uh type of pill like uh sorry sort of vibe because um obviously he did his his own makeup um Lon Chaney senior that was so yeah Yeah. it was it, it looked like he was applying it um to himself and so yeah but just never never heard of the chap um Tony, I mean, this uh, interesting character, Todd Slaughter, or or person, what do you think? Do you think he um, sounds like up there with some of the horror greats that was probably forgotten, like uh, he should be more well-known?
2: Oh, definitely, especially um, I I know for people, for audiences outside of the UK, I'm sure not many people have heard of Todd Slaughter, but, like I've never heard of him until... This announcement, believe it or not. Heart- and um and as you said, John recently about um Master of Makeup, you know, like of course Lon Chaney Sr. as he's well known as the man of a thousand faces. Mm. And this is this is probably um he is probably the UK's equivalent to um to um Lon Chaney Sr. And and of course he's well known for he's known for playing villains and uh and yeah, well, you know what they say, like every every you know how they say every new movie recently has to have a British villain. He's probably the originator of it, so it could it could be that, and he and he does the and he does the British villain so well. That's why why he loves casting Brits as villains, I believe.
0: And and it was all pre Hammer too, which is yes, quite, it's, yeah, it's well before um, decades yeah. before, absolutely. Yeah. In the 40s and 50s, or even 30s during his theatre day. So it's yeah. yeah, a bit ahead of the curve. But once again, just did not, yeah, that no one really knows much about, about him at all, yeah, outside of the UK, and,
2: and it's a great thing that Indicator are, rele- is, are releasing this beautiful set because it'll give um, new audiences a chance to, to see this artist at work and why he's so popular, but not many people speak about him, but they may... But they may there may be a new um, revival of him after the sets released.
1: Hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and there's even like more films he did too. That could uh, possibly be for a uh, second box set, maybe. Well, I, don't I guess. Know. Hmm. You never know. There could be a yeah. second box set. Yes. Yeah, never know. Um. There's even that- reading um, here like his work was um, censored. As often there would be a cutaway edits or fade to black during the more horroring moments. moments. So there was a bit of a violent stuff happening in his films. Todd Slaughter pointed the way to gore, and this in turn became taboo subjects in horror. Which he is, was the first to use gimmicks, such as having doctors and nurses in the theatre during performances in case someone fainted. Ha! Like that William Castle. Yes. And yeah,
0: once again, just ahead of the curb and, um, <clears throat> and especially Obviously there was some really strict censorship In the UK during that time So he did push the boundaries um, I guess that's why not many horror films Were produced around that time in the UK More um, just in the uh, Obviously the 40s and 50s uh, Until Hammer came along So yeah, kind of ahead of the curb But I'm glad that there's a spotlight So hopefully it you know, <clears throat> sells well So they might do a volume 2 uh, depending on how it goes. Um,
1: yeah, depending saw, on the film elements, too, and all that, too. Worth well,
0: that's well, about to say, because I went online and um, I watched some clips on YouTube, but they're horrible. They're just washed-out prints, like, you know, obviously public domain-type stuff. So the mm. uh, fact that restoring these is pretty pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It'd be nice to see the restore, restored work.
0: Oof. Definitely. All right, well, um, I guess that's it. I mean, yeah, we, we I guess we'll know more once we uh, get the box set in hand. Uh, but it is available now at the the bundle price. Um, yeah, interesting chap. Um, any other thoughts on Todd Slaughter or should we move on? Um,
1: to- uh, what is it? I was like, like on this website called like Spooky Isles, <laughs> or oh, but- and I'm just like trying to read stuff about him. Yeah, yeah, please, please. Um, so Todd Slaughter continued to work in film until the mid-50s, finding that the market had changed when he declared bankruptcy. He appeared in Morelli's The Grey Invalid Opposite Future Horror Star, Peter Cushing. Uh, Todd passed away of coronary thrombosis in Derby in 1956, which was also the year Bella Lugosi died, or disappeared into obscurity. Um, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, because he wasn't—he
1: wasn't, he wasn't
0: old no. when he passed. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. He got to work alongside Cushing as well, another horror icon.
1: I know, right? It's just interesting that like he came at a time when, yeah, I guess in a sense, like paved the way for so much, but got completely overlooked because of that, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: I said, all pre, pre-Hammer pre before any of those British horror films would rise in the 50s and 60s, so. Exactly. <coughs> Just ahead of the kerb, yeah. Um, no, I think more people should know about them, definitely.
1: 100%. Especially if you're into horror. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Especially classic horror. But um, I am intrigued to um, have a squeeze at this man's... Uh, Journey into the film world. That's for definitely. sure. Definitely,
0: very cool. Uh, well, that's that's the Todd Slaughter box. So yeah, not too long now. It'll be coming out in November. Hopefully, <clears throat> there's um, it comes out with no delays. But uh, obviously, if things mm. take a while, it's definitely worth the wait. Sort of rushing it out. So I would I would be patient for that.
1: Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. It. Newsletter, newsletter. Yes. Yeah. So, what do we got there, Kendall? What's in the newsletter? Um, the Todd Slaughter stuff there. I'm guessing this comes in like their new like um cardboard little slips. Yeah. Well, smaller it looks, boxes.
0: It looks like it, based on the um because you can obviously see the inside covers that mm, look
1: yeah.
0: very paper like. So yeah, and I, I'm just gonna say I love what they did there, like the old sort of double bill posters.
1: Yeah, them. yeah, hundred percent. I like that. Very Love cool. It. Um, The box set. Oh, box set Bonanza. To mark the release of the Criminal Acts of Todd Slaughter, our last box set of 2023. There you go. Oh, well, I guess it's November, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we are making a selection of previous indicator box sets available to buy as part of a create-your-own-discount system, where the more you buy, the more you save. From now until 10 a.m. UK time on Monday the 21st, which is... Very soon, probably on the day this gets released, it'll probably be over. <laughs> uh, when you buy one box set from the selection, you'll receive 5% off. 5% discount on that set. Buy two and you get 10. Buy three, get 15, and so on. Up to a maximum possible discount of 40%. Ooh. There you go. Um, only one copy of each box set can be added. No multiples. So you can't buy six copies of fucking Sinbad. To sell it out again to just palm it off on ebay <laughs> yeah. um what else this is a deep discount sale. us-based customers might like to know that a selection of our us limited editions is now available at extremely attractive price from deep discount sale ends 20th of august um
0: they good deep discount i've used them a few times um, yeah, i haven't
1: used you, deep discount in so long
0: while. Well, i think before pre um obviously you know, labels start selling direct. Like I used to go through them, but yeah, it was uh, mm. a long time ago. Tony, did you ever use Deep Discount?
2: I have used Deep Discount on the Friday the Thirteenth box set, and that's it. Oh, I remember. <laughs> that's the only time I ever used them Deep Discount. I do like them; they <laughs> did, and and they they're actually true to their name. They actually give good discounts and give you get great coupons. Yeah,
1: and
2: yeah, it's it's really it's really good. It has been a while since I've purchased from them. It was just the private set set I got from them
1: was the cheapest at the time so yes couldn't go wrong with that yeah I know yeah god I forgot about that site <laughs> what else <laughs> we've got uh, the santo box is out of print so you got the new US oh no sorry further to US edition of our two disc set into santo selling out uh, standard editions are available Santa vs. Evil Brain, and Santa vs. Infernal Man. So the US edition is sold out, so I'm guessing you could probably still get the UK edition. Mm, it's still out there, yes, but yeah. it's good it's sold out because
0: uh, hopefully it means more Santo, and I think Andrew think... Lee would be happy about that. Oh, no,
1: no doubt about it. I feel like there might be a bit more Santo. I have a feeling. Um, so it's 3 for 10 is still going. It's got ongoing thing. 145 tiles to choose from. So it's fucking like so much.
0: Yeah, yeah, mix of standard and limited sets. So yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Hundred um, percent. Low birth. What else? Oh uh, yeah, a low stock section on our website, and the the picture nah. was uh, guest house Paradiso. Oh yeah, if which is if our I'm... bottom. Bottom. Uh, Rick Mail and Abe Edmondson. Yep. Oh, I haven't seen the film. I've seen some of their like live stuff, but I love the young ones and Rick Mayo and they're just fucking beautiful. They're like a match made in heaven, honestly. They really are. I actually saw this theatrically. Oh <laughs> <in> really? 9099.
2: <laughs> yeah, it 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 was so, it, it failed so miserably here and it just it only lasted a week, which is a shame. But I'm a huge bottom fan. I love Rick Mayo and Adrian Edmondson together. And I've, it was I, I couldn't miss out on this, so I went and saw it on the big screen. I actually have the DVD of Guesthouse House Faraday, so and my goodness, <laughs> it's definitely not for every taste. It's it's a very, if you've seen um, Bottom, then you'll know how how much slapstick violence there is in 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 the show. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, as you know, Rick May and Adrian Edmondson. This slapstick violence is actually quite extreme. So be prepared for a lot of extreme slapstick. But it's actually I thought it was entertaining at the time. But mind you, I haven't seen it for years. And I'm looking mm. forward to this release. I
0: it's funny, yeah. I, I never saw this film, but I remember seeing the like the the DVD everywhere, like it was a yellow cover. Mm. And yeah. I I saw it looked stupid, like when I was younger. That like that cover looks terrible. Oh yeah. I never gave I never gave the the Series of chance, the film of chance, so um, and, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. So, yeah, from what I've heard, it's especially you know, they're, they're two great comedians as well. So,
1: yeah, so, um, it's also interesting too, in a way. Um, Vincent has released this, so I don't know if there'll be a US edition of Indicators. I'm guessing there might be, but Vincent has. Release this film. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. so they're doing the US. So I'm guessing they will just be UK only for Indicator. Yeah. 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 About to say that. Damn it. Um, because I did order the US one uh, before I knew it, this got announced. Because um, it uh, it wasn't part of the subscription. It was like a. Oh really? Yeah. No, it was like a sub labs. Oh, I That's,
1: thought it would have been part of the... Part of the uh, uh, it was
0: on a side-lab. side Oh, li- side uh, no,
1: it's a side-lab. Okay, I thought it was actually Vincent doing it.
0: it. No, no, sorry, it was Vincent Labs, which is a... Oh, okay. It's like another line they have. But anyway, look, the thing is, um, if i know an indicator had it coming, I would have just waited because, yeah, I, I'm sure they would do a great job.
1: Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I wonder if they... um. makes me think if they're going to, like released um the bottom um you know stage shows
2: oh the stage shows would be great because i've seen a few of them and they're freaking hilarious oh, no. but, <laughs> you know, on, the, on, on the stage show oh my goodness they are so foul mouth. you see you hear so many, <laughs> so many f words and c words and they go, well i thought oh god so foul mouth, but it is so funny but oh, now i want
1: to watch it again <laughs> 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 so good. Yes. Um, but yeah, I do wonder if they're just gonna release the movie or um, go into that. Stage shows. It'll be good if they did.
0: No, it'd be more, definitely. And Guest House Parody, So it has a appearance from a young Simon Pig as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah.
0: For yeah, before a. Uh, spaced i think just before or yes. i'm yeah
1: it was around that time yes yeah i was gonna start. say it does seem around that time of spaced or just before
0: yeah yeah so he shows up and yeah quite a cast so
1: no even bill Nye's in it <laughs> yeah no, Bill. no fantastic
0: that'd be great if they could do you know yeah more of rick's stuff and they even then you know as duos because i know severin's really pushing for a lot of his stuff to come out
2: no, the, that's great oh really
0: yeah, yeah, because they did that, um, oh, what was that? Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred, but they, there was another one, sorry, Severin released, like the, oh, the comic strip or something? Um, oh,
2: yes, yes, that's right, yes, the comic strip, that's right.
0: Comic strip presents, yeah, so th- there was a real push for more of his stuff, um, in Remember...
1: I don't know, that one.
0: Yeah, it was like a, I think it was like a TV series.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay.
0: Yeah, I haven't, it's been on my radar
2: um, it is, yeah, because it's good, to, um, because Rick Mayle, he was, he was one of a kind, he was, it was certainly an original, especially with, um, with Adrian Edmondson, oh my goodness, those two together, match Made in Heaven, and then of course, if you've seen the young ones, Nigel Planer and, um, Christopher, uh, forgot his last name, Christopher Young, I think, mm. uh, Sorry, uh, the guy who played Mike, I apologise if I don't remember your, your surname. Uh, they were memorable as well. But for me, Bottom is the ultimate show for them, yeah. those two. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. It was a shock that Rick passed, you know. I think he was um, about 10 years ago or so now I remember. Um, quite- yeah, around
1: about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they, oh, yeah, they also did Filthy Rich and Cat Flap. Yes, they did. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> yeah. show. Oh, the comic strip. That's it, yeah. Yes. It's, it's, yeah, got all of them together.
2: Probably. But don't forget also in the young ones, a lot of British talent started on the young ones, especially like um if 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 you ever watch the young ones, there were cameos with Stephen Fry, Hugh Laurie, mm. even Emma Thompson, Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders. So many mm. le- comic legends from the UK were on the show. It was it's a, it was amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I do, I do remember that. Fuck, so good. I have to get this um bloody comic strip show. Yeah, yeah, looks so, like so everyone released
0: it. Um, it was on my radar, so yeah, just um, uh, I haven't got it yet, but it's yeah, they released that, so I think that they've taken most of the shows and put it on there as well. So it's just good to see more of that comedy crew get releases out there on on physical media. So mm,
1: definitely, I was going to say because um. To do that TV show, I'm wondering if they do like um, I found like these two VHSs of um Rick Mail, like presents the Grim Tales, or something. Mm. This is really weird. I think there's only like twelve episodes of it, but I found oh, like wow. two VHSs, and I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. I haven't watched them yet, but you know, Grim Tales and uh, Rick Mail just seems very fitting. Definitely. Ah. So I hope uh, that gets released at some point.
0: I hope so. Definitely.
1: Cool. Um, but anyway, yes. Um, Guest House Paradiso. Yep. Well, that's the hint.
0: So if you haven't purchased the events in one, you can hold off because I know Indicator will definitely do a, a good job there. So. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, I, I guess that's it. It was a bit of a short episode just because it was the box set, but I, I do appreciate you guys coming on and chatting about it. And um, obviously, I guess things slow down toward the end of the year, and then um, things pick up again in the new year with, with releases. So um, sometimes mm-hmm. they have a break. Um, I've, I've record, well, in the, maybe in the past. I think they maybe they took a January
1: off or something. But mm. uh, um, Yeah, I think they did. Was it they took the January off because of Michael J. Murphy or something?
0: Oh, that's right, yeah, because that, that that caused a bit of a delay on a lot of schedules. But uh, little, it seemed like... Little,
1: it, yeah.
0: Yeah, they, but they really got back on track and, you yeah, pumping them out again. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Ah, so last box, it's... Uh, I wonder if it's going to be, like, four titles for December or, like, a couple more. Um, What's his name? Uh, not Franco. Fuck.
0: What's oh, his name? Uh, Roland. Yes.
1: Roland, that's it. Roland.
0: Yeah, well, like I said, they've still got a, a few more to go. So, well, actually, quite a few more. So, yeah, yeah. another
1: twenty more to go rolling. <laughs> uh
0: very cool. Well, um,
1: yeah, yeah guess fantastic. That, Have yeah. you guys um, been watching much indicator lately?
0: Yes, trying what I watched recently. I well, yeah, because like I said, I I finished the. Uh, Borman box set recently, so oh the
1: Borman one. Okay, I yeah. haven't started that one. I got, yeah. half, I got halfway through the um, Michael J. Murphy one. I'm like, I can't do any more like low budget stuff. <laughs> I need, <laughs> I need a break. I needed a fucking break. Yeah, I, I powered through that set. I went, I just got through
0: them all. But yeah, eventually, you, by the end of it, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, a, a balance.
1: Yeah, I know, right? I was just, I don't know, like, I'll go back to it. it's like, it's not like I can't stand him was just like i need need a bit of pro- it's funny because as soon as i finished that i got halfway through i went to the mexico macabre set mm. which is like ah low budget stuff again but that was still <laughs> that was fucking great that's a great set oh it's amazing so yeah yeah i finished that one as well it's uh, really f- interesting too because i thought like it's very like gothic it's very gothic mm. styled but i feel like the front cover defers away from that a bit
0: yes no definitely definitely yeah because it looks um looks I like guess cheap monster-y well, of stuff they use the brainiac on the cover yeah it looks yeah like, like cheap but they're actually uh um, most of them are go- like witch's mirror very gothic um
1: yeah we, oh that was a brilliant film i love it yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Beauty- it was
1: great beautifully shot yeah um but yeah it's very it's a very gothic feel to it and then the cover was like it still kind of look like B movie monster yeah, yeah. in a monster suit. I mean, like the Brainiac's still a bit of a fun film because the guy has like a fucking big chalice bowl of just like people's brains and he's just like eating them with a teaspoon. I'm like, fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: has cool. in the in the, the giant monster mask. Uh, just
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: eating brains. But uh yeah, it's, it's way yeah. The other ones are just. Far more gothic and beautiful, so
1: mm.
0: not a surprise that set. And hopefully, there's more Mexican stuff coming. That
1: like. Yeah, for sure. Um, ah, so the Hollywood, yeah, I'll, I'll probably jump onto that set next.
0: It's um, yeah, it's it's a it's a challenge. The uh, but but like I said, it's it, fascinating. The the Hollywood to Heaven set because the first half's like a, you know, like sort of like a Herschel gorn Lewis B grade second half's of religious movies and they're just oh. they're as insane as each other
2: uh, <laughs> i'm really gonna watch that soon i can't wait
1: yeah I okay, go. i can't wait for like that religious stuff <laughs> oh it's <laughs> crazy um apparently vision. that um the with what is it? What's that film if horses tie you what will men do or something yes. what is it called? oh yeah yeah that, that's, yeah apparently like that's like full intense and shit i'm like oh i can't there's wait there's in it there's kids heads
0: being chopped off and so, like, I, I shit you not, like, it's, really it's unbelievable. yeah it's like
1: oh fuck i'm like oh. <laughs> i'm going straight into that <laughs> it's
0: like a just film but it's probably the best one yeah that's probably the best one because it's like you know what if communists took over and uh, and uh, abolish religion and yeah it's it's crazy um but yeah fascinating just wondering do you do you guys if you get a box set, do you like, give it a break and go to other films, or do you power through? Like uh, people do it differently. like I, I try and get through it, but sometimes you need a break. like <laughs> it
1: can be too much uh, with. Um, bu- I don't know. like do you- it kind of de- kind of depends sometimes. I do I do, I mean, it kind of depends if my partner wants to watch something. Mm. Like I've been like watching a box set by myself because I know she won't want to <laughs> have any part of it. <laughs> but like even, if, well, I mean, like with the Michael J. Murphy, that's like twenty six films. So I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna watch something in between." Yeah. Um, normal box sets. Most of the time, like the noir ones, I've kind of just powered through. Um, I mean, I do like, I do want to finish a box set before I start a new one. Yeah. Anyway, that's like my thing. Um, I'll probably like watch a different film here and there. Uh, but yeah. I will try and I try and do a box set. I try and finish it as best I can, and it also helps too when it's like different. I guess different films like Imprints Noir*, one. Mm. You know, it's like you know, same sort of like all noir films, but like yeah, it's all different stuff going on as well. Um, I haven't started the uh what you call it, the uh, *Woodlands*, the *Dark*, and the *Wicked*. Dark and wicked. Oh, oh, all the haunts. The all the haunts are ours. Set. Yes, all haunts, all the out. haunts yeah, are ours. Yeah, i haven't started that. I want to start that one. But um, yeah. yeah, I do try and like power through a box set. that's, yeah. that's but, me. Yeah. What about you, Tones?
2: For me, um, the indicator boxes I definitely power through. I finish literally two days. I have the hammer ones. Every hammer, film i finish finishing within a, every every hammer box set. I finished in like two days. <laughs> then, um, Damn. And but but Michael J. Murphy, as you said, Ryan, twenty six films. That is a bit of a challenge. I've only seen six of them. I still got a long way to go. But for for a boxer of that magnitude, you do you definitely do need a break.
1: Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Definitely. Even because what's uh, the the um, Hollywood to heavens like thirteen films? It yeah. is. Yeah. They are thirteen yeah. films. Yeah, and so I will probably like cut in between with just a random like shitty hollywood film <laughs> you know Had <laughs> to do
0: because eventually because i mean they're you know the religious films they're, they're crazy but you, you do need a break it's a bit too much like you know just to space it out but but it does i don't know if it's just my ocd It does kind of you know bug me if i see a box set i'm unfinished on the shelf halfway yeah. way through yeah so. yeah
1: no that's me too like it Ryan, that's yeah. my that's my odc ocd thing i need to finish a box set before i start another one and also helps too that like Depends how long the films go for as well. Yes, because if they're like quick, like seventy, even um this um Todd Slaughter one, like they're gonna they're like seventy minute films. So I'd power, bud power through them like a motherfucker. They are done. Same with the Albans. which is good. Yeah. Um, but like the Michael J Murphy one, like you got he's actually got like a good feature length, like eighty to one hundred minutes. I'm like fuck, I don't know if I could do one hundred minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could, but like I don't know if I could. But if it's, like, short, the Mexico Macabre one I powered through because they were short films as well, so that kind of helps. Especially in the noir ones, you know, they're all, like, 80-minute, 90-minute yeah. films, yeah. It's, like, yeah,
0: just, like, you knock them out. Because they were made for double features, so, yeah, just kind of get through them quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, basically. So that that does help, too, the uh, runtime on these uh, films. It definitely does.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> You need to break it up, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm, um, I'm, yeah, I'll try and get through them. So, um, but yeah, the slaughter one, I'll, we could probably knock them out as well. Um, yeah. I think
1: so too. fucking keep saying that tall T box. And I did it in like a night. because they we're all like <laughs> 70 film, 70 minute films. And I was like, it was a Friday night, I think. And I was like, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Room. Yeah. I started at like six or something, finished at like, Two. <laughs> I was like fantastic. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. yes, that's uh that's me.
0: No, no, I'm, I'm saying, well, you know, the yeah, I did that recently. I I smashed that arrow uh Empire box set the, the arrow at the video store. It's got like, you know, robot jocks. And oh dolls.
1: yeah, 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 those ones. Um Yeah. What they like the Charles Band?
0: Charles Band, yeah. The, they,
1: they, yeah. But they're good ones but, though
0: they were they were but then rojox is great oh rojox amazing <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> so ahead of its time um but but yeah then i broke it up with indicator and then i broke it up with um the the 4k three colors trilogy just to you know balance the trash and art i need to sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
1: i know right sometimes A- you just, yeah to you watch to enough balance. trash you just like I, I need to watch some actual filmmaking now
0: yeah that's what i did so i, I watched the um yeah, because I've been sitting there for a while I've got that Cousin, um three colors box. So I hadn't seen them in years. So it was good to revisit. But it was a nice balance. Then I went back to trash. So I yeah. <laughs> need, need to break
1: it up. The life of the collector, isn't it? It's like art uh, house and trash. There's like no in between. No. <laughs> so
0: That's true. It, it, the people in these circles, they it's quite interesting. They tend to, I don't know how to say it, they're not really into a lot of new mainstream film stuff. They tend to, it tends to be one extreme to the other, but they like both worlds. I don't know if that's just mm. what I found. I think uh, and in like indicator is a good example. of That label like there's some Hollywood classics and stuff, but then there's some interesting trashy stuff, which is fascinating. So it's a, you know, you know, at the end of the day, it is cinema. So we like all types. So yeah, I, I like both ends of the spectrum.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: Cool. All right.
1: That's it. Well, all good
0: yes that's it yes all right everyone i'll let you get uh get to it and uh yeah i'll thank you for your time this morning guys uh, appreciate coming on and uh we'll do Pleasure. it again soon and uh yeah all right well we'll see everyone then um kendall where can people find you i believe you have a youtube channel as well oh
1: my youtube shit what is my youtube <laughs> youtube <laughs> the tubes i'm on the tubes i don't i don't even have like what's my rank and 3143 i should change that to something different um on the youtubes i'm on the instagrams what's my instagram from beyond 1991 i use that from beyond because it's a great film and i just like the title yeah that's amazing great film uh I think that's it i'm on the book of faces You'll probably see me comment on things on the imprint umbrella site the indicator site i've made a little facebook group for like all op shop find buys
0: great group please join the people if you have it is
1: yeah it's it's create like what people find some like some people like just show normal trashy crap that no one really cares about but you know it's so they they're happy with it that's all right but yeah, there's some some stuff that people find and I find it's just fucking mental, especially for like the price as well too. Yeah, oh absolutely. The um,
0: yeah, yeah, some of the old uh, Aussie labels um, like Director Suite and stuff you see them out in the wild, you, you know. Yeah. Eastern Eye, so yeah, it's cool. Eastern
1: Eye, I- even like the Studio Ghibli stuff, I like finding because they're like always thirty bucks at JB and they never go down in price. Oh. <laughs> That's so true. I'm like, I'm so, so happy when I find them in, <laughs> for two bucks. Amazing. Oh, that was funny. I always look going. I like going to libraries. This is kind of like off topic now, yeah, but still, I like going to libraries as well, because sometimes you find like criterions and shit there. And it's like, where did you get this? Did you should like buy it from Barnes and Noble or something or like a website and just like put it on your shelf?
0: You, you see them quite a bit and, um, yeah, I know, I know. And so, so sometimes you find them in an op shop. And it's like they must have given the person pennies for
1: mm. it. Like, yeah, no, I've, I've found a couple of like Criterion DVDs in op shops before.
0: Well, I know someone happy. Yeah. yeah, get some traded in. Yeah, but but yeah, you see some stores and it's like
1: prices are insane. It's like you just order this off Amazon
0: and put it in your store. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. There's this like one library that has like so much like Criterion and was that Criterion like side label thing Eclipse?
0: Eclipse, yeah, the, the,
1: the box sets, yeah. Yeah, like, there's there's so many of those at this one um, library. I'm just – I feel like I just want to, like, walk up. It's like, would you sell this to me? <laughs> I just want to see how much they're going to charge me for it. So, like <laughs> but they've got some good stuff. Anyway –
0: cool awesome and tony where can people find you
2: uh, they can find me on letterboxd on instagram uh under filmmatch79 of course on facebook and of course uh the imprint films blu-ray collections fan group and the imprint cast pages which you're also a part of john and um and yeah that's where you can find me mainly on social media
1: oh yeah i've got the letterbox as well we've all got the letterboxes
0: a letterbox yes we do what's oh, your oh, from beyond
1: saying- 91 see i always get confused with instagram and letterbox <laughs> 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 so my letterbox is from beyond 91 instagram's from beyond 1991 I should just change things my god i make things confusing for myself anyway where can we find you john
0: uh yeah it's the same thing i've forgot my letterbox name it's just my name john matthews with one t so it's uh, yeah that's mine and uh yes i'm on the facebook as well you can find me on various groups um commenting and whatnot and uh yeah i'm on there too if you want to send a friend request so yeah i'm all happy to chat about movies um but yeah no thank you everyone and, uh, we'll see you all then see you later thank you cheerio